1: You know, you have to choose it. And, you know, it's hard.
2: I think there was a hunger in me. There was a desire just to make a difference. There was a desire to not just be status quo. A desire to not be average.
3: This is Conquering Columbus. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Conquering Columbus. Today we have Andrew and Natasha from Outfit Good. I'm going to kick it over to my co-host, Mike Minucci, and give you some background on them both.
0: Hey, Josh. What's going on? Maybe one of these days we'll have Josh do an intro, but for now, it's still me. Let's not get out of ourselves. <laughs> so today, we got a couple of really special guests, uh, Andrew Goldsmith and Natasha Wheeler of Outfit Good, and they're a local company here in Columbus based out of Grandview, Ohio, and Outfit Good is dedicated to supporting local. And what they believe is that the trend of business is supporting local causes is here to stay. And Alpha Good uses their revenue sharing to give money to important local causes. And you can go ahead and check out their shirts over at Outfootgood.com, which will be linked in the show notes. So welcome to Conquering Columbus. How are you both doing today?
3: Good.
2: Doing well, man. Good. Doing well.
3: Thanks for having
0: us. Nice. And you guys said you're at a brewery
1: before this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
2: I mean, we're probably more like beer drinkers who screen print. hmm Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That, that's I was like, good. we had to do an introduction before everybody like the meeting started, and I want to be like, oh man, we should have totally said that we were. Beer drinkers who screen print, not screen printers who drink beer. Well, there you go. <laughs> if only you could have your beer drinking fund your screen printing. Which is I mean, you ideal. know what? We didn't quit our jobs to not drink while we work, so, <laughs> like, that's pretty much, yeah, not an everyday thing. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with it.
3: The motto is "We'll
0: print for beer." We literally just ordered cards <laughs> today
2: that say "We will print for beer" on them. That's awesome. <laughs> that's a good card.
0: I love it. That is great. So. Give us a little rundown. First off, you know, for anyone out there who may not be sure what it is, what exactly is screen printing?
2: Yeah, you you know what? Like, it's probably the oldest form of shirt production ever, right? So it's a pretty simple process, but there's a lot of jargon that's really boring. So really, you make a stencil, slap some ink on it, and really just squeegee it onto a shirt. I mean, like, people do it in their homes. Uh, We have a friend who started in his bedroom, and now he, I mean, we have pretty decent equipment. He's got... Probably twice the amount of equipment and space that we have, three times the amount of space that we have actually. So, I mean, you can start, anybody can do it, anybody. They sell kits for 99 bucks at craft stores to do do it.
1: I do hear a lot about people doing it in their basement and things like that and doing it like making things and selling on Etsy and stuff, but I still, to this day, I don't understand how it differs from the other types of printing out there. It's like, and I worked at a graphic designing, yeah, so I'm not saying that it's not different. Maybe those are fighting no, words. I don't no, know, no, it's like different. An evil I mean, rise. Yeah. no, no, it's
2: all good. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can put graphics on a shirt, right? So, yeah. um, like, the real big popular one right now is DTG printing. There, it offers a lot of convenience in that you can just do one-offs. It's literally just a giant inkjet printer. But you load it with a T-shirt rather than paper, so. Mike was trying to do the letter printer on their head. I, <laughs> I mean, like they're pretty expensive, and like you know, you like you run a piece of or run a T-shirt through like your, you know, office fax copier, just doesn't work. Doesn't have the same effect, right? But. Yeah, 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 right? Then you got to call Icon or whatever. He was
0: confident, but it just wasn't coming through. You you know, and and I started working at a printing and copier company in my day job, and I still can't figure out how to get the printer to work with him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He went to his boss and said, Hey, like, I like working here. I know I started a day ago, but. I can't get t shirts for these printers,
0: they are crap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys need to really look into this. I mean, there's a lot of missed opportunity. Right. <laughs> you could help them out with the whole new revenue stream, right? I mean Exactly,
0: that was the plan. They should
2: be putting you up the corner office.
0: So give us a little background on how you guys ended up. What did you do before Outfit Good?
3: We actually so we met working at a nonprofit before we had the idea for Outfit Good. And um, it was a nonprofit that provides services for adults with developmental disabilities. So a lot of day programs. And I started working there uh, to help as a graphic designer and do marketing um, for kind of like their corporate structure a little bit and all their sort of different branches. And Andrew worked within their day program uh, in a screen printing shop. Right. yeah it was actually
2: pretty cool like it was a job program so we employed adults with disabilities like a lot of the guys that we had working with us had never even uh like punched a time clock before right so like you're literally starting kind of from square one with them and like it's rewarding in the sense that you know like you're there doing some good but unfortunately some nonprofits can be run uh a little haphazardly maybe we'll put it the professional way or the, we'll, we'll just leave it at that maybe <laughs> so um Yeah, like we worked together. We worked together for three years, at the screen printing company, and uh, you know you have these days where you're like I could totally do this better than you can, and um, we had a lot of those, and then we finally just decided like we've had enough of these that we should clearly do something about it like put up or shut up right like let's just see what we can do, Mm -hmm. so um, we had actually kind of pitched the whole idea to the company that we worked for, and it just it wasn't gonna work out. And so we went and bought some screen printing equipment off of Craigslist like you can get the stuff dirt cheap it was like less than 4 grand to buy a whole shop like mm-hmm. that's cheap I mean and yeah. that's why screen printers are really kind of a dime a dozen I mean we talk about how easy it is like it's legit that easy I mean you can you you can spend a couple hundred bucks and you can be printing so um, we threw it in her garage in the middle yeah. of July, like by, by the Olentangy River, which is awful. Cause when you're printing at 11 o'clock at night, it's
3: the jungle, it's, I
2: mean. we had mosquito net up yeah. and <laughs> it was pretty miserable, <laughs> but I don't know, like you're willing to work 15 hour days because you don't want to do it for somebody else anymore. Right. So yeah. that's the start. We moved to my garage or my basement and then partially into my attic. I live in an old hundred year old dump. Yeah. <laughs> Our studio that, space was split yeah yeah you go from the basement to the third floor to get product. like that was a little annoying but you know it all paid off like now we have space in grandview and we're filling it a lot faster than we ever expected so that's more than our background sorry no that's, that's awesome. just kind of like everything about
1: us that was really good i like the way it was really chronological it kind of broke it down well for me but i think what i'm curious about so when you guys were working at your other screen printing place and then you branched off in your own what did you want to do
2: differently like what separates you from what you guys were doing before
3: it's a practice from what we were doing before. We okay. So right. I think
2: the biggest problem that that nonprofit had is they would market to other nonprofits and, like nonprofit to nonprofit, you think it's two groups who are driven to help or driven to do to do good, right? Quote unquote, um, and they would have us, you know, pitching to these companies. Hey, you know, buy five hundred or a thousand shirts, and we'll give you a lower price, and you'll sell them all. And you're gonna make a ton of money, and, and yeah, like things will just be great. And like the unfortunate reality is, if they sell half of them in their first go, they're probably like way ahead of the curve. And in some cases, maybe they still haven't even hit the break even point yet. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you're telling people, like, oh, you can just buy huge volume and you'll make a ton of money, it's really unfortunately not necessarily the case. So um, forget of actually kind of started with one of the moms that worked there. So she was like the team slash league mom for her son's football team Mm -hmm. and she's walking around with a two-foot stack of order forms and a pile of cash and a pile of checks and having to coordinate this entire apparel purchase like which is their fundraiser for the year and you know we're talking to her like amy how much time do you spend doing this and she's like i don't know 40 hours over two weeks and she has a full-time job and she had two kids like that's pretty wild to take 20 extra hours a week to deal with something that you're, I mean, you're just doing it because you want to support your kids, right? So the idea that we had was just throw everything online and pre-sale it. So I know the problem that she had actually was they would go to cash these checks later and they start bouncing, you know, and like that's kind of probably pretty awkward to have to go to your kids' teammates' parents and be like, hey, you know, so like that product that you guys bought, like your check bounced, so we need that 100 bucks, but we also need the $35 return check fee from you So, like, that'd be really cool if you could get that to us. Like, that's awkward, (laughs) right? Like, nobody wants, people don't like to talk about money, and especially, like, this is your kid's, you know, peer, right? So, the whole idea was to pre-sell everything. So, no waste. We don't have to sit on a bunch of inventory, and from there, you know, it's just pretty much straight profit for the groups that we get to work with, Mm -hmm. and... Just a um, way to
3: remove the risks for them. Yeah, yeah,
2: really, that's all it is. Like, it just kills me that we would talk to these groups, and they spend hundreds or thousands of dollars, and... You know, there might, they might not even break even in the first six months. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, especially um, when they're, you know, it's being pitched to them as this money-making or fundraising opportunity. It just seemed like it was kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. total bullshit, really. Yeah. Like, that's just call hey, what it is. I agree, you
0: know, and I think, I really love that you guys identified a problem that, and it seems like that's the story we hear almost every time when we're talking about new businesses and new ideas is you find a problem, okay, how do we fix this? And then you just run with it. And so, do you guys only now? My question is, do you only work with nonprofits, or do you work outside?
2: Do you work with anybody?
3: Both.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll work with anybody, yeah. right? And actually, what we've kind of found is and you guys are a for-profit. So yeah, we're a for-profit. Yeah. So I think our biggest complaint. Let's take one moment to talk about that. I think our biggest complaint about working for the nonprofit was having a board, right? So you have to yeah
3: go based, s- based on our personal experience, yeah based on our experience, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: So you go stand in front of these people and you pitch them these ideas. And they say, "Oh, thanks for all the hard work. We'll take it under advisement." And you're like, "Wow, I was asked to bring you this new business opportunity, your revenue stream, and I spent two months putting this together, and yeah. you're going to take it under advisement." Wow, that's really fulfilling. Like, mm. glad we put in this hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, so the idea that you have to go answer the, to this board, or you know, like they have, they control you basically. I mean, if you're, if it comes down to a vote, you don't even necessarily have control of your organization. So when we first started, we considered doing nonprofit. And then we like literally had this flashbulb moment where we were like, "Oh, but we hate boards. So why would we do that? That's really stupid." And uh, it was like a no-brainer at that point. Like, let's just be for profit. These are
1: the remarks of strictly outfit good and not. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like we're, we're super opinionated and like that's
2: maybe kind of a problem, but. I mean, we're not trying to lump every nonprofit into, you know, the category of like they're run poorly or they have crappy boards. Like, we work with some nonprofits that are awesome. Like, mm. they're spot on, they get things accomplished, they they don't sit and like drag their feet on anything. The nonprofit that we worked for, we were asked to bring other business opportunities or revenue streams because they were losing money because of all the cutbacks in Medicaid and healthcare or whatever. So literally, like we were pitching these ideas, they had an empty space sitting in Grandview, and we're like, "You should turn that into a co working space." Like, yeah. it's it's actually not really laid out very well for like production, but you throw some computers and desks in there, and it's a great opportunity. And it, again, it just kind of like fell on deaf ears, and they had a ten yeah. year lease on the space. Like, you're kind of locked in at this point. Like, you can either let it sit empty and you just hemorrhage money, mm-hmm. or you can maybe like recover a little bit of it. And it just it just fell on deaf ears. So we don't. I'm not trying to bash them. It's just. Again, like, if the board doesn't think it's a good idea or some people kind of, you know, disagree with your approach, nothing gets accomplished. And I hate the idea that things get stalled out because of a board. I don't know.
3: Yeah. And I think in the early days, too, for us of just starting out, we needed to be really nimble. And
2: need to be able to troubleshoot
3: quickly and be like, oh, do you want to do this? Yeah, I want to do this. Okay, let's do this. Or, Mm. no, we don't want to do
2: it. We talk about it all, all the time, right? Like, I used to think that it was a bad thing that we were small, and now that I think about it in hindsight, like we don't have to mess around with going and asking our bosses or going and asking anybody, like, hey, do you want to do this event? This sounds actually like a lot of fun. We get to drink beer and, like, print T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And and now we're at the point where it's just like, do you want to do this? Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah, it sounds like fun. Cool, we're in. Like, I just hate the idea that people drag their feet and indecisiveness, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah. you either want to do it or you don't. If you have to be talked into it, chances are probably good that you shouldn't. So, I don't know. That's Whatever. <laughs> I'm getting off track. Okay. Sorry.
3: Uh, so that was that was the the why we oh, didn't yeah. go nonprofit. But to answer your question, yeah. we <laughs> the real question. Uh, outfitgood.com, kind of like our it's an online retail brand. Mm-hmm. Um, feels a little weird to use that word, but. Um, that is for non-profits. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a campaign or an original t-shirt design that we come up with, everything there has a give back connected to a local cause we care about. Um, and that that's really what we wanted to start with. But since we acquired screen printing equipment and we needed to kind of take care of making that purchase, mm-hmm. we started doing just custom screen printing jobs kind of randomly here and there. And that actually grew...
2: That's grown quicker than the fundraising portion, but we knew that we would, you know what, when you approach a nonprofit and you're like, hey, we're going to give you half of our profit and you don't have to do any work, like, that sounds like the, like, Prince from Nigeria email (laughs) scam, right? Like, you're going to do work for me and you're going to give me half the profit and I don't have to do anything? Like, it sounds like a scam and we totally get it. So when we we started, like, we knew that we needed to kind of subsidize some income, you know, because we're not going to just be able to go to every nonprofit and get them right off the bat. Like, we're going to have to build a reputation. So, um, we started, we started, we made a bunch of phone calls, sent a lot of cold emails, and sometimes we never heard anything back. But, uh, in the meantime, like, one of our very first clients, like, thinking back on this, was Lululemon. And, like, (laughs) like, that's about as corporate as it gets, right? But, like, we don't know how that even happened. It was, like, a friend of a friend of a friend. But, um... Yeah, anyway, sorry, I got off track again. But the point is, like, we're for-profit. We we knew that it was going to take a while before we would get enough traction that people would trust us. Like, again, like, you really need to have a good reputation for people to trust that you're going to actually do what you say you're going to do. And when your whole pitch is, we're going to give you 50% of all the profit. Like, that's unheard of. The best thing that we've been able to find in comparison is, like, an 88-12 split. So, I mean, 12% is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um and so when you tell people fifty, we we've been fortunate enough to talk to some pretty prominent people in town, and the first thing out of their mouth is you can't give away fifty percent of your profit, and like we, we get that and we we know like it's probably it's not, it's not the way to make any any money anytime soon probably yeah. giving away yeah. half of it but you know what that's our social give and we're like that's where we got our start and we'll never not have it so it's. We're always going to do it.
1: Well, it's cool because we had a guy named Alan Proctor, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Alan. I'm going to see Alan tomorrow. We're on a panel Alan together. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so he was on uh, our episode the other, maybe four or five days ago, and he, obviously you guys know he talks a lot about high profit, low mission, combined with high, high mission, low profit. And it seems like you guys have kind of just conglomerated that. I probably pronounced that word wrong, but right into one <laughs> mesh. Is that kind of like seem like an accurate sure, way yeah, of way you guys are doing things?
2: I mean, on the surface, I mean, we we don't give away as as much money. I mean, like I wish that we could give away every penny that we made, and we could still pay our mortgage and pay our rent, and you know, like we have employees and mm-hmm. equipment. Like
1: how many employees do you guys have now?
2: Uh, there's four, including us. So that's kind of a big deal, you know, because we had our three year anniversary in March. Um, hey, there you go yeah that's man. exciting right like we made it past we the three year that home we're not quite there yet on this podcast but the
0: three year mark is like the big yeah that's the, big, the big, big one right
2: so like we didn't shit the bed in the three years <laughs> so that's a plus and um, we're kind of going strong still I mean we've been really fortunate you know I kind of looking back we don't even really necessarily know how it happened but like every year we've done like two and three hundred percent year-over-year year growth, which is pretty crazy. I mean... Yeah? Seriously, like, we look back and we're like, how do we? How the hell did we get here? Like, you know, we're not millionaires again. Like, we need to reiterate that, but I don't know. We love to see growth. We've been able to bring on two people. We need to bring on a third. Um, we need a printer, so that way I can... I do all the printing right now. And mm-hmm. I prefer to talk to people, so, like, <laughs> while I might be able to print something, I'd rather go do the talking, as obviously everybody's going to find out because I won't shut up. But... That's the goal, right? So hopefully yeah. by the end of the year we'll have a third and I can just go out and meet and greet and shake hands and kiss babies and, and drink beer, drink drink, beer. drink a lot of beer while we're doing it. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. And breweries are I mean I don't know I don't know this for a fact, but I kind of think that we're probably one of the like we're probably we have more brewery clients than probably any other printer in the city. And again, I don't even know how it happened. We just enjoy their product and we when, we, when you go visit a place and you're like Sitting there chatting with the owner that you didn't even know was the owner, I mean, it kind of works out in your favor, so. Yeah. Small business, try small business, I think is, what I've, I've been on that kick lately.
3: Yeah, well, there's, like, different pockets, like, of business communities, so mm. you get kind of in with one brewery, and then you kind of get in with another brewery, and it just kind of grows that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the same with, like, uh, bakeries. Yeah,
2: baker. so <laughs> breweries, bakeries, and chicken restaurants. <laughs> are like literally are like our bread and what else do you need in the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, like, we're totally good with all that
0: and speaking of chicken restaurants joe delos if you're out if you're out there listening to this we'd love to have you on the show sorry uh, right, we got, we got a shame awesome plug for sometimes us on this podcast you know we uh the dude's busy though i mean <laughs> oh
2: yeah he's all we, over the place he's all he's all over the place right like yeah he gave commencement speech at Clum state like i don't know man that guy kills it and he sells more product than the wannabe T-shirt company that we are. Like he just <laughs> everything he does is, is awesome. And you know what? Like if you want to talk about social give, like he's he's blown it out of the water. Like he he leaves us in the dust, really. Yeah, we I were mean,
3: lucky enough to do a, a collaboration campaign with him mm-hmm. last June for uh, Columbus Pride, mm-hmm. and that was that made a very hectic month for us. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I mean, yeah. we
2: ended up ordering product four or five times to just fill all the orders. And I think that that was our largest donation for the year Uh, to Kaleidoscope Youth Center. So they're good. Yeah, they're good people. And sorry, like, I totally got off track with Alan. Like, Mm -hmm. Alan's right. And Alan's way smarter than we are. Like, he knows the ins and outs of business. And, and like, we don't know that. Like, we're just too, like, I don't want to say kids anymore because we're 30, (laughs) which is really depressing. Are you both 30? Yeah. Yeah. We're born a couple, just, we're four days apart. So Yeah, that's real weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we don't know how to run a business. All we knew how to do was design and screen <laughs> print. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, it's, it's going like- to go without
1: fit
0: good. <laughs> 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 we
2: guarantee that we will print your product. Right? <laughs> we don't know how to run a business, but, I mean, like, we're learning it, right? So, like, Alan's smart in business, and we're and we're not that. Like, we're just, it's very much a fake it till you make it, and, mm-hmm. like, trial by fire. So, you know, we were talking earlier about that mistake in, with advertising. Like, we know that we don't want to advertise anymore. So when people call us, I can confidently say we have no interest in advertising and their mind is blown by the fact that we think it's crazy. And, um, yeah, that's it. So I don't know. We're like, we know how to, you know what? So like, what's, uh, the e-myth, right? Like we're, we're operators. We're not, I mean, we're, um, what's, what do they call it? Ugh, I totally forget. It's not, I mean, like we're, we're artisans or, you know, skilled tradesmen. Like I don't know how to run a business necessarily. Yeah. We just have kind of fallen into it, and it's kind of yeah. loosely worked out, and we made it over three years, so well, I, think you guys,
1: I think you guys have hit the hardest part, which is, for one, taking a leap, two, keeping it going, oh, and even, true, I'm sure true. you had tons of ups and downs, you know, so, I mean, you guys, you guys are doing, maybe, and the internal, I mean, once you start, once you get something created, and then you're like, alright, now we're not doing good, it's, it'll probably never be good enough, because you always want to make it better, but I think. That's
2: it's absolutely fun. the tr- you know what, like, we never, we're never satisfied, right, so mm-hmm. we had two breweries and then it was four and now it's six and now I think why aren't we printing for every brewery in the city and why shouldn't we print for middle west mm, right you know just if you guys hear this like we would love to print for <laughs> guys. we just saw josh tonight and like we're the worst salesman salesman in the world like we have like we, we don't try to sell people
3: we never have business cards on us oh yeah we don't even have business cards like
2: people are asking for our card tonight. i was gonna say well like we don't trying not to you. sell
1: people is awesome because i feel like that's the best sales nothing <laughs> <laughs> but you're like no business cards I'm like why well, it's gonna make it tough like, it, we them. don't know we <laughs> don't <remember laughs> our phone number this it's pathetic an answer, right? like <laughs> we don't know
2: how we we accomplish anything but, <laughs> but like, okay we want to do some business like we'll get you yeah we'll so you give you. me your card and i will mm-hmm. contact you we were at an event monday And three people were like, hey, do you have a card? Like, we need shirts. And I'm like, nope, I don't. But if you have a card, I'll get in touch with you. Like, we just, I don't know. Like, we're not, again, we're not, we don't operate a business. We don't know what we're doing. So we don't sell people. Like, we go and we want to show them how we can add value, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's a better product or it's private label or, I mean, quick turnaround, reliable turnaround. So I think that that's one thing that screen printers have a huge problem with. We have been doing this for six and a half years, printing, and we've never missed a deadline. And, like, it's been really close. Another clap. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Like, that's probably more of an accomplishment than the three-year hump. But, like, we've – one time we had to rent a van and drive some shirts to Toledo so we didn't miss a deadline. But, like, we're that dedicated that we'll do it because if we give you our word that it'll be done, it'll be done. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. That's – And I love that. I think that's a key – if
0: you're going to start a business, you have to be that committed. If you're not ready absolutely. to go above and beyond what you think is possible for even effort-wise, then you got mm-hmm. you know, to hesitate. Really, hey, right. hesitate. You should hesitate. You're absolutely you got to hesitate. you got to think about, do you really want to do this? Because... I mean, this podcast is, you know, you wouldn't think a podcast would take up much time. and No, oh takes God. up. Get him
1: off his soapbox. <laughs> hey, it takes, up, listen, it
0: takes up hours of Josh's time. <laughs> I kind of just sit here and talk. but And I can't even imagine, like, an actual business, like, T-shirts and stuff. You got, like you said, 15 hours a day. Like, we definitely don't spend that on the podcast. So yeah. uh, I have a lot of respect for people who can do that and turn around and just make it work. But um, one thing we were talking about, actually, was...
2: The causes you support. So, what are some of the causes you're supporting now?
3: Uh, the Drexel in Bexley.
2: Yeah, the Be- yeah. so they've been around since like 1937. Yes. They're closed right now, so they're doing some renovations. So, to kind of keep them relevant, we were talking to them about, you know, doing a campaign, bringing back maybe an old shirt. They just want something to keep the, you know, the idea of the Bexley in people's minds. So, cool. that just uh, ended, didn't it?
3: Uh, it's still going for oh, another week. Oh, yeah, no,
2: no, no. It was, uh, Jen.
3: Jen, like personal campaign. Uh,
2: Jen industry. Kearns is uh, a mom that we've talked to. Her son has Down Syndrome. Down syndrome. And uh, again, like it doesn't necessarily have to be a nonprofit that we're working for. It's just a good cause. So mm-hmm. um, they have Team Alex. like They work their asses off to to raise as much money as they can for, I think it's Down Syndrome Achieves or yeah, the, Down Syndrome Network the, of Ohio. I can't remember what it's called. Is it, called. it the Buddy Walk? Did yeah, for the that? Buddy Walk. Yeah. It's in September, if I remember correctly, or October. It's in the fall. Mm -hmm. We don't, unfortunately, print that, which, again, if they're listening, we would love to. We know it's a lot of work. but um, This is the biggest sales podcast we've ever had. (laughs) I know a guy on the other end. He's like, i got to buy this. For not being salesmen, we are salesmen. Here's the
0: secret that they don't know is that they are paying for advertising right now. We charge them an hour of their time to come on the show and talk
2: to us. Oh yeah, but you know what?
0: Like,
2: it's uh, (laughs) a this is legit advertising, right? I mean, if you want to call it that, I mean, an ad in a magazine is not relevant to what we do. Or the last advertiser that called us was Fox Twenty Eight, I think it was like. Oh, sorry, I did not say their name. (laughs) It was Fox Twenty Eight, and they're like, "Hey, we'll put you on our website. We're only gonna do this for a handful of people, and all we could think is like." I can't imagine too many people go to Fox 28 to find a screen printer. <laughs> so, like, we would probably stick with Google AdWords before right. we would do that. And, yeah. Like, don't be offended. Like, her name was like, Michelle or Nadine or something. Like, we just don't pay to advertise. And she literally, like, didn't believe me. And I'm like, you want me to tell you the story? Do you got a minute? I'm going to tell you the entire story. <laughs> and I told her. And she was like, you know what? That's, that's okay. Like, I get it. You're right. Like, if it's not going to work for you. Right. So, she didn't push it, which is nice, but... The next
1: time someone tries to sell me something, though, no, I'm gonna twist it out of them. I'm gonna tell them a story and I'm gonna break them, and then they're gonna say, you know what? You're right. You know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I should be. Yeah. Bought- what
2: are you selling, sir? Well, I'm gonna buy whatever you are selling. If you can <laughs> sell, right, if you're you're right. you can sell to a salesman, right? Like you're right. probably the ultimate salesman. So, so I think
1: that transitions well. Actually, no, it doesn't. But it brings up earlier. <laughs> earlier, you had so you said some stuff that would have transitioned well, and then we got on this all on this Sorry, conglomerate I'm notorious for <laughs> off track. Um, yeah. yeah, we got on this tangent. Conglomerate's another yeah. wrong word. Josh um, is real good at using I'm not, big, not a big word I'm right there, too, yeah. So, like, the supporting the causes um, method, I guess, or like, philosophy that you guys represent, and then the way that you guys have gotten business, like, do you feel like that's part of the way that Columbus is so cohesive and, like, it seems like you get in a network and, like, these people know these people and everybody is so willing in this community to refer somebody else to somebody else? And I don't think it's like that everywhere else. I mean, I don't know for sure, but...
3: I mean, that that absolutely has mm-hmm. been our experience our clients really help to validate and promote everything we do mm-hmm. so we just work really hard to take care of the clients we have mm-hmm. and then anyone they send our way so whether or not that's through fundraising with a campaign or just a, a custom printing job
2: mm-hmm. Columbus like- is actually i mean for being a big city it's a small town right mm-hmm. and you know, since we don't advertise, I would I would be willing to bet we've never actually gone back and looked at any of these numbers. So this is all just kind of off the cuff. It's not not inflated by any means, but I'd say probably ninety percent of our business is referral. And you know we have people who say like, oh, you have to go out and you have to sell, you have to sell, and and like I kind of disagree with that, and I think that if you take care, like the best way to get new business is to take care of the business that you have, because it is such a small town and because people are so tight knit. Like everybody knows somebody that's going to need some shirts at some point, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, 5,000 pieces for an event or it's, you know, 20 for a family reunion. Like we'll take care of anybody regardless if they're coming to us. Like they obviously have the need. Like we just want to take care of people. We'd rather build a strong relationship like a a good working relationship is worth a a thousand times more than a dollar. Because they're gonna go out and champion for you, so like that that idea of advertising, like you don't have to do it because you have all these people who are out doing it on your behalf. Mm -hmm. You know, like Joe lost. Joe's a huge one for us. Like we get emails all the time. Um, Like we met the guys at Homage um, during Startup Week last year, and we get referrals from them constantly. Which is, I mean, like, just flattering, right? Like these dudes are in the T-shirt business, so I mean, like the fact that they trust us to take care of the people that they send to them or to us, rather, I mean, like, that's pretty awesome, and Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know why Columbus is so, so awesome, I mean, like, I can't say, (laughs) I feel like a a broken record, but I just can't say it enough, I mean, even though it's so big, it's tiny, and you walk into any room, and, like, any business event, and you're just like, wow, man, like, we know all the same people, and and on all of them know everybody else, and it's Mm -hmm. so tight-knit, like, we had a a client come in, uh, when did the Wonder Jam come in? March? I think so. And, like, they're looking around and they're like, oh, you guys work for Roosevelt and you work for Cherbourg and Hot Chicken and, like, like everybody that they knew and worked with, we work with. And it's just, I don't know, good people working with good people. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did what did Lauren, Lauren from Rocks told us? That, like, good people find good people. And that's the truth. Like, we're really fortunate that all the clients we have are just solid. I mean, mm-hmm. we couldn't be more blessed in that sense, right? Like, we talked to other people who... Or, like, oh, I had to send somebody to collections, or I have to go get an attorney involved, and, and we're, like, here we are thinking, well, we've never really had to do that. Because, you know <laughs> what, like, we work with people that have integrity, and we have integrity, and we do business on a handshake, and when you somebody says that you're, they're going to do something, you know, it's going to be done.
1: No, I think that goes back to the way that you guys don't sell people or anything either, you know, like... You can sit down and you can talk to both of you and realize that you guys are authentic and that you guys have standards and you guys really care about what you're doing and then you care about the people you work with. And I think that does in small circles and people talk and then you have weird random connections. It's like the five degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But it's like everybody Everybody does know everybody Everything comes back. That's and true. I'm a big fan of the philosophy that in the end it's always going to end up paying off the person who's doing it for the right reason, which I think you guys have. Yeah. Got down, which is awesome. Thanks. We agree with that. But uh something else I'd like to ask is so like when you guys are starting here in the last three years, have there been any really big lows where you guys are just like, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna pack in and leave and have there been any big, really big highs in that journey. What yeah. are our lows? Uh
3: we had a slow month. Yeah, last, year. last April yeah. was sucky. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Literally, I mean like we I think that we've been super fortunate in that we crawl. Like we talk about how quickly we can move on something, but we do things for the business at a very slow pace. So when we you know, I mean, it took us a year between the time that we actually had the idea and actually like going Not and sure buying I'm equipment, saying. right? Like yeah, yeah. it was a year and like we just take things slow. So then it was you know, we went, and got equipment, we put it in your in your garage. And then it was slowly into my basement. And then like we just creep into everything. So we try to be as calculated as we can. Like we joke about not knowing how to run a business. Like obviously we know how to do something. I don't know that's running a business. <laughs> we but, know what it's called. I mean, we we don't we've just been know super fortunate. If we
3: know what we're <laughs> yeah. doing, but it's Somehow it's working. And
2: I do. mean, like, for our highs, I mean, getting space was a big deal when yeah. you know, like, we've hit these points where We have too much work for us. It was last year printing by hand, so it was too much work to get it done by hand. So we made the investment in equipment, and it's been a godsend. So... Doubled our production automatically, and
3: the, the same with getting space. Like we, oh were yeah, just bursting through your house. Yeah, like we would everywhere. go take meetings at
2: Starbucks, and like <laughs> that's kind of cool on the surface when people are like, "Oh, where's your where's your office?" And we're like, "Oh, uh, it's <laughs> over by Bexley." Yeah. Yeah. We would have to ch-
3: deliver all the product. Yeah, we had
2: to deliver product because we don't want people showing up at my house. Like that's unprofessional. But yeah. I mean, we you know we try not to put on a facade of yeah. what we are or aren't. But, but I mean, we, we got people,
3: space. But, and yeah, the business learned awesome. from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, bringing on Sarah yet. was
2: awesome. Then Kendall came on in. Oh gosh, it was just earlier in the month, right? So I don't know. Those are our highs. I mean, we try. Our accountant always tells us to celebrate your highs, your ups, and your downs. So like, we'll we'll bid out jobs for you know custom work, and if we don't get it, we'll go have hot chicken to commiserate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I think that we've been really fortunate. Seriously, right? Like yeah. our lows. We had a low. We had a slow month in April last year.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of boring, um, you know, production wise little mm-hmm. little things that we've ran into problems, but
2: people that we want to work with that like you email and you don't hear anything back. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know. I think that we're like sort of in this bubble, and that you know, we haven't had a lot of hardship. I think our biggest hardship was probably just quitting our jobs, right? For sure. Like. Yeah. We knew it was time to quit our job. That that's a huge high. So, I walked into my boss's office slash oh two Januarys ago, January twenty ninth, and said, "Here's my two week notice," and they said, "Pack your shit and leave." And I was like, "Okay, well that's cool. Like, give me a two week paid vacation, and I'm gonna go." I literally went home and started making phone calls and booking work for us. Like, we didn't take clients with us when we left, so it was really. It was tough, right? So you guys like, were
1: running the business while still working at the same time, though. Yeah, oh, so those were like yeah. that was our
2: fifteen hour day. Like we, how long did we? We would work there seven thirty to three thirty, and then we go to her house from four to eleven. Yeah. So like I don't know what, I don't know is that fifteen hours? I can't. I mean eight, long seven, fifteen ish. As long days, right? Like a lot of long days. you math to be a good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, you know, so we're fortunate that we don't work fifteen hour days now, right? So maybe it's ten, but it's for us now. And our 10-hour days fly by. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. You know, like, we used to look at the clock, and we'd be like, man, there's five hours left. Mm-hmm. This sucks. And now we look at the clock, and we're like, shit, we've only got five hours. What are we going to do? Like, we've got all this work to get done. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a it's a different form suck, of sucks, though. right? Yeah, so, it's, good. it's a good suck. <laughs> so that's the point where we're like, okay, we need to bring in a printer, because, you know, it's starting to be overwhelming. And uh, if you want to talk about a high, like, we're... We're on track to, like, we've done 300% so far, like, first quarter this year over last year, and granted, oh, like we said, April was a, slow, was a slow month, but still, like, we're still doing that, we're at, we're still at that pace, which is wild, oh, so, um.
3: And now it's t-shirt season. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> it's it's pretty wild,
2: so we're just afraid that we're not going to be able to keep up, like, last year with Hot Chicken and all the stuff that we had going on, Yeah, you know, May, June, July, August, so that's our, our four-month busy period and we were struggling to keep up so I'm afraid that we might have that problem again this year I mean now we have the equipment so we can double production but mm-hmm. if we want to talk about maybe a big high is that at some point we're probably going to have to add another press yeah. and I mean that's a big cash investment but
3: or obtain bigger space to yeah like take on bigger equipment yeah like
2: our ca- our electricians like I don't know that you can upgrade this panel enough to bring in all you know to like duplicate what you have you might just have to move and our landlord's like we're getting a well, new electrician yeah well I mean like I don't know he seems he hasn't electrocuted himself hooking anything up yet so I trust him but I mean <laughs> that's how I always judge my <laughs> electrician too. is he still alive
3: is <laughs> he
1: still alive my god he's
0: not dead so
2: that's good when Josh and I think.
0: moved into our current apartment actually this is a funny story so we're looking at this oven and it's unplugged and we're staring at it like well they didn't plug in the oven so I look at it I'm like well it's a plug and you know it looks exactly it's just bigger you know, it's like a bigger version of the plug, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to plug it in. And I go, and as soon as it touches the metal, the biggest spark I've ever seen, <laughs> I thought, am like, holy shit! It
3: like, was so bad.
1: loud. It sounded like a gunshot, but the worst part was, like, as he's going in, I'm like, I'm in, in my head, I know, I'm like, this is a bad idea. I'm really glad this is not me doing this. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, but I'm not thinking he's gonna die. I'm thinking, like, something bad's gonna happen, but he's gonna make it. And then, like, after the boom, I'm like, I just killed my best friend. over. <laughs> like, I knew it was coming. I didn't stop it. I laughed
2: about it in my head a little bit. Like... <laughs> It was nuts. We've all had those moments. Right. You know, you're thankful that it's somebody else, right? <laughs> no, it was me. <laughs> um, but,
0: you know, so one thing that I was thinking about while you are talking is that, you know, with those highs and lows, I think one of the reasons you guys don't have those highs and lows is because of the way you run the business. Because it's not like a normal business. You're not chasing profits. You're, not, you're just working. And you're doing what comes yeah. to you. And if someone comes to you with a job, you say, okay, I'll do it. But... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that seems like it might help with the highs and lows is that you guys aren't exactly chasing anything. It's just we're trying to do the best we can, and if people like it, they'll come to us.
2: I would – would you agree with that? Yeah. Like, we very much are just kind of keep our heads down and do work. So, you know, there's a – I don't know. Maybe we should do more social media, but, like, we just kind of don't have time, like – People all the time like, oh, you got to advertise on social media, like get your name out there and stuff. And we're like, we have we have more work than what we can keep up with. So like the idea that we would ever go try to get more right now, is it's kind of foolish. And when we're growing at two to three hundred percent year over year organically, like like the idea that we, you, I think you're right. Like you just, you just go out and you just try to book more and more and more and more work. Like we could go probably pay a roving sales guy to go out and do sales for us, and he would bring us a ton of work. But if it starts to affect the product that we deliver or our turnaround time, I mean, our integrity and our reputation are absolutely priceless. So if we start getting a reputation that we don't deliver or that we have product that's subpar, like, you might as well just pack it up and quit. So That's awesome. Like, we would never do, like, we talk about that all the time. Like, we don't have any interest in having some sales guy go out and pitch for us. And, you know, like, another thing if you want to talk about sales, like, nobody's going to champion your business like you. So I don't I don't need somebody to go out and sell on our behalf. We're fortunate that we have st- such strong referral base that we don't we don't need it. And I mean we're getting I don't know. I had three emails today from potential new clients. Like I don't know. We're we're super fortunate. So we it's it's maybe like not sexy in the sense that we don't have these like huge booms in business mm-hmm. or you know like we're really fortunate that we don't have these super low lows where we you know can't pay our, our bills or anything like that but i'd rather just be con- you know like its the idea of on a baseball team right like take a base hitter every time versus somebody who might hit a home run every 100 at bats like mm-hmm. we will take a base hit every single time because it's i mean we're always going to be scoring if we're just doing base hits like we don't need huge volume contract work like that's yeah. not really our focus it's right a big I'll good, we do base hit. <laughs> we, do, I mean, it's not. This, it doesn't sound impressive, but we get the job done. So I mean, that's really that's really boils down to like we, we get work. We get people coming to us, and we get work just strictly because we return a phone call or an email in twenty four hours. Yeah, like, it seems like you guys are playing crazy. the end game,
1: you know, and, and everything you do from the way you act. Like a lot of people don't assume that okay, if I'm nice to this person who is just some random dude at networking event it's going to pay off in two years. What's two um, years? But I think that you guys get it that what you are now is just going to continue to reap the benefits, and it's not about, like, blowing up overnight. It doesn't seem like for you guys And me if I'm wrong, because I want to no, put no. words in your mouth, but it seems like you guys are playing the end game, you know? It's kind of like we're here to grow a cause that we care about, a real business, and we don't need to do it fast, but we're getting by right now, and things are going to keep working out. Yeah. Which is, well,
0: 200 to 300% isn't exactly slow either, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it's good, but, I mean, I, you know what I'm fortunate. saying? It's like, Yeah. yeah. We have people come to us and,
2: you know, they, like, like, we try to be as humble as we can be, right? Like, Tasha and I, like, not to get deep on here, like, we came from, like, not much growing up, so the idea that we're ever going to go out and, you know, be boastful on anything is just not our style, right? So, we're humble in all that we do. Like, we're super fortunate to be where we are. Like, this could have crapped out, we quit our jobs, right? but so this recording, you mean? No, finally, I'm <laughs> not this whole thing is, uh, you know, so, I mean, we just, I don't know, like, we're fortunate that we're, we have been able to accomplish what we have, right? We could have quit our jobs, and everything went to shit, and we would be unemployed, and, like, oh, yeah. that would be that, like, we have, I have, a, I have a family now, like, we have two kids, Tasha's got a family, like, we have mortgages, we have car payments, like, I don't know. What was the question? What were we even talking about? I so, guess it's so off track. I think, no, I mean, sorry. your answer. was not
1: even a brilliant question. I just said a statement. <laughs> i It, it went really well. But, oh, um, it's the end game? Is that what we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, so what is, what yeah, do you guys Like, like where does outfit good come go from here? I'm so sorry,
2: I'm so sorry. Seriously not notorious, for not notorious for getting off track. So, I don't know, like. I don't know, yeah. Do we have a mentor that kind of wants That's to That's not, help you us?
1: can't say that answer.
2: We realize. Every question you ask, I
3: don't
1: know. One of our
2: mentors wants to, like, he, you know, like, help us with professional development and he's like you guys got to think about your future and and are you going to sell this in five years or is this something that you're going to hold on to forever and like we talk about it like while we're drinking beer like what are we going to do like what if somebody came to us tomorrow and said we'll give you a million bucks for this thing are we like cha-ching cashing out or are we like kind of shooting ourselves in the foot because ultimately like I know that oh I wasn't gonna talk about like our growth like we don't like to talk about numbers so like I don't know, like, we, tr- again, try to be humble, like, we're just really fortunate that that's the the rate that we've been growing, mm-hmm. you know, so we think about, like, you know, if we want to talk about a million dollars, like, I mean, there's no reason that we wouldn't be able to accomplish that, so why would we sell for a million bucks, or, I don't know, are we in this for life? I don't know, like, we don't know, we just enjoy what we're doing, so. More beer, it sounds, <laughs> like sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, we just, we're heads down, right? Like, yeah. we're... Gotta stay focused on what we're doing. Like I don't know that we're ever gonna conquer the screen printing industry for Columbus, (laughs) but um, there's plenty of work to go around. And yeah, I don't don't, don't know what our end game is. Just focus on doing good work. Figure it out later. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I think I'd like to have something to pass on to like our families, but. I don't know, I have two daughters that probably don't give a shit about screen printing. <laughs> <laughs> Teach them now, man. <laughs> so you know what, Like we printed uh, Mother's Day cards for her mom and uh, grandma's, which was kind of cool. Like She did pretty well. I took a video of it, you know, gotta do the dad thing. I don't know, I don't know what our end game is. I think that um, we don't want to, I don't know, we were only three years into business, a little over three years, so like, we don't need to have a plan on exit or... I don't know. We'll figure it out when it happens. I think that's how we've kind of taken everything. Just we'll figure it out when it, when we get there. So, if somebody comes knocking on the door tomorrow and makes us an offer for five million bucks, we'll talk about. I don't know. Talk about it. But you know what? Like, yeah. if you want to talk about networking and events, like we're not there to sell people. We're there to. We just want to meet good people, and you know, ultimately, if they need help with screen printing or they know somebody that does, maybe they'll consider. You know, referring us. But if they don't, no big deal.
1: You know, it's nothing personal, right? It's a right. big deal. No, that, that's awesome. I think, I think that's a perfect way to wrap it up, too. I think, you know, normally when we do these, I come to the end and then I'll start giving some bullet points if some things take away. But I think the main thing like that I got from you guys this entire episode is just you guys drive off passion. You guys are filled with integrity, and that's what keeps you going. And you're just about the moment and not worried about, you know, what's going to come next, just handling things as they are. And I think a lot of companies, I mean, and I can't speak for too many startups in Columbus, but just from what I see, they're always so focused on, so far ahead that maybe you lose sight of what's in the moment. I think you guys have done a really good job of just saying, like, let's just do this now, you know, and then no, worry thanks. about other things when they come,
2: come. We used to go to a lot of networking events and, you know, like startup events, right? And everybody's doing an app or, you know, some tech business. And I mean, like, obviously there's a huge boom in it. I mean, like, and we're like, yeah, we want to slim teas for a living. And people are like, oh, yeah, well, that's cool. Like, but how are you going to cash out on that? And we're like, we don't even know that we're gonna make a dollar off this thing <laughs> so like so far like all we've done is sink money into it so um yeah I don't know we're, we're figuring it out as, as we get there that's awesome that's I great we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing what
0: we're doing that's absolutely it. you guys keep it up alright conquerors. well that's another good episode and uh, that's Natasha and Andrew from Outfit Good and we'll have links to their website here in the show notes and go check out their t-shirts and you know maybe buy something from them they support some great causes and Josh, I'm going to kick it over to you to close this out.
1: Yeah, so that was an awesome episode. And if you guys have any big businesses and you guys make tons of money, go ahead and give it to Outfit Good and they will do all <laughs> kinds of good stuff with it. And we'll do our best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that is Conquering Columbus. We'll talk to you guys later. You can drop me anywhere on the planet, in any environment, and I might get you know, my head kicked in in the beginning, but I'll find a way to survive. I'll find a way
2: to get the job done. Not just be status quo, a desire to not be average.
3: This is Conquering Columbus.